Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is Stephanie. And this is Patrick. And today we're going to do a tournament review. So this is kind of one of our bonus episodes, and Diana will join us for our next episode. Today we're talking about PBR Great Lakes Underclassmen in Toledo, Ohio. This tournament took place June 3rd through 6th. It was for 14U through 16U. And there were 17 teams in the 14U majors level. And what they quoted as for describing the tournament is, um, I'm just going to read it right here. PBR Ohio, Michigan will be hosting and scouting all games for the PBR Great Lakes underclassmen. The PBR staff will be on hand to scout and provide social media coverage for each game. And they will be posted on PBR Ohio Scout for on Twitter. So uh, let's go start with fields. So the fields for the 14U, um, I'm just going to list the fields and their locations, and then we'll start talking about the fields that we were at. The first field is Glenwood Athletic Complex, and that had turf fields in Perrysburg, Ohio. The next one was Ottawa Hills High School in Ottawa Hills, Ohio. Siena Heights University, which was turf in Adrian, Michigan. Owski, is that how we say it? How do you uh, say that's it? how I would say it. Okay, Owski Field Turf, and that was in Oregon, Ohio. Pemberville Legion, um, that was in Pemberville, Ohio. And we started our tournament at Pemberville Legion, and I was not there. So describe the fields to us, Patrick. So all of these fields are in and around the Toledo, Ohio area. And Pemberville is actually about probably 25 minutes south of Toledo and I remember driving there our son our 14 year old said to me when the GPS said we were two minutes away there's no way there's a field out here because it was out <laughs> in the middle of the country and we came around a bend and sure enough there was a there was a baseball field and it's a it's a well-kept community legion field um, really nice uh, they had uh, uh, it was in a little park area great parking and uh, just really well kept. Very nice. And so they had bleachers? Yeah, sure did. And bathrooms, like a building bathroom? Yeah, it was like a country park building, but a building. No okay. outhouses. And concession stand? Uh, there were. There was uh, a nice concession stand there. I did not get anything from it, but uh, I sat right in front of it. Uh, really friendly people. Okay, nice. And then there was an area for the boys to warm up. Yeah, it was in a park setting, and so there was plenty of area, batting cages, area off to the side to, to warm up. Okay, nice. And then our next field we played at, what did I say? It was Owski, Owski Field. Um, and those were, I thought, nice turf in fields. Um, and they had, like, what was cool was a stadium bleacher, so we could kind of sit higher up and get, like, an eagle-eye view of everything. I actually think that the field that we played on was a local high school's field. Uh, that they were, it was some collaboration with the community that in this community park was the high school field, right behind the police station, uh, but really fantastic facilities. So we were surrounded by Little League and uh, softball games, uh, so it was a pretty active park. But Yeah, it was. I do remember, so we played a night game there, but I do remember they had like a spray park and then it had a cool playground for the boys to play on. And I was like, dang it, I wish we would have come a little bit earlier or, or had known about that. But yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome that it was like this whole like complex thing and then this high school kind of field in the back, which was nice. They also had concession stands. Um, they did have a... No, no, they didn't have concession stands actually at Owski, did they? 
thing? Yeah, it was in the back. Oh. Didn't you remember hearing them say, like, well, let's call for hot dogs oh, or whatever? No, yeah. And uh, they did have some bathrooms, but, again, you had to, like, walk in the back towards the spray park area. Um, or else you had to use one of those uh, Porta Johns or whatever they're called. And I do remember seeing a batting cage, but I don't really remember seeing, like, a huge area for them to warm up. No, I... I mean, I'm sure it's a park, right? I mean, I'm sure that if you were motivated enough, you could find some grass out there. I didn't really venture far enough away from the field when we walked up to see. So, uh, but yeah, batting cages are right on the first baseline. Bullpens, pretty typical high school field. Yeah, and they had lights, so that was nice that we could play our night game under the lights. So that was cool. Um, the next field is the Glenwood Athletic Complex, and these were also turf infields. Um, they had bleachers on the sides, and then there were some picnic tables behind home plate. Um, they also had bathrooms, no concession stand. Uh, did they have a batting cage? I can't remember. Yeah, they did. Uh, there were two batting cages. Uh, this was an interesting uh, quad. There were four fields, two softball, two baseball, and uh, it was the high school complex. Uh, beautiful facilities, beautiful dugouts, you know, brick restroom concession facility, as well as uh, press box uh, in the second floor of, of that facility in the center. Uh, pretty typical of what you'd see at like a Grand Park or, or someplace like that, but uh, but in a high school uh, kind of sports complex and to have um, the turf infields and uh, just be really well done like that was uh, was pretty awesome. Yes, they were very nice. I, I will not complain about that. Um, the only, my only issue, the fields were all beautiful. I really do appreciate all the fields. Um, I just don't, which is maybe this is the thing that they do as they get older, is I do not like how they play their games on, like, so many fields. Because for me, it just gets confusing. You, I know you're great with um, the directions and things like that. But, like, it's just annoying when you have to go to six different places in one tournament. It just... It bothers me. I don't think that's going to change for us. I think that's the nature of 14U ball that uh, you, if you want to play on high school fields, especially as they get 15U and up, um, there just aren't as many at that size of those dimensions that you want to play on. And so I think, especially for organizations like PBR, I just see that this is pretty common. Okay, good to know. Um, parking was all close for all of the fields, and there was plenty available. Um, so I gave them a rating of 5 out of 5. Would you agree? On facilities? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you want to ding them at all. I don't think that PBR does concessions. I think that the reason why there were concessions at the first two parks was because the local facilities were providing it, but there was no concessions at Glenwood. Oh, yeah. No. I Yeah, I realize that, yeah. But we do have concessions, which we'll talk about later, Patrick. Oh, sorry. Well, I don't – what do I know? <laughs> Our next category is tournament management. That was on prepbaseballreport.com. There were four pool games, then a semi, and then a championship game. PBR scouting was at each field with social media coverage, and they had the radar gun at each game. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think uh, pretty common. We played a, a couple of different PBR events this uh, year, and uh, pretty common to see that four pool play games and then only a small handful of teams make it to, makes it to any uh, bracket play game. And so in this particular tournament, there were a semifinal and a final on Sunday. And if uh, you weren't in the top four of the 16 that were there, then you didn't move on. But you got your four pool play games. And I think that also is just common as you get older. Uh, regarding the scouting, um, <laughs> Stephanie got to know um, <laughs> one of the interns that were doing it. Um, I think you're being very generous if you're calling it scouting. It's basically somebody taking some radar readings on every pitcher uh, and taking notes. Um, 
the radar readings do get reported um, and linked to each player's um, PBR account, uh, which is kind of nice, but it's only for uh, pitching velos that are observed and um, and they're, they're taking the radar readings with a pocket radar and so when every new pitcher comes up they get a couple of readings they're written down and that's basically what you have the social media coverage is every 10 to 45 minutes the intern will stand up and take a video of somebody and post it to social media yes i've heard i've heard about this too like not only for pbr but for other uh you know perfect game things like that like it is it's just a young kid doing that and i asked him because i was interested in his job like how much do you he only gets paid twenty dollars for a game so you can't expect a whole lot this is not like he's doing anything professional he's just standing up random kind of if he's seeing somebody or or whatnot he just stands up he records uh, write something down and then he he sits back down. I mean, yeah, wouldn't not, you do the same for twenty dollars a game? Yeah, you know? not a rigorous scouting process, no. but pretty cool. I mean, I yeah. think uh, if a player's doing well or if if it just happens to be by chance that they get a hit, then they'll get a tweet uh, out there with their name. I think it'd be it'd be nice if because uh, PBR has access to a lot of players' uh, social media accounts. It'd be kind of nice if they if they tagged the players in it. But um, I think that's a, another little bit too much to ask given the circumstances yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely that's cool so rr rating was a five out of five would you agree with that uh yeah i think you're being pretty generous but um (laughs) what do i know yeah exactly all right so the next one uh category will be fees 14 u is 695 15 u a thousand 16 u a thousand there was a stay to play um the hotel i think was like average it wasn't like great it wasn't like horrible horrible uh no breakfast was provided we were close to our last field but um it wasn't anything special and i think it was like you know not like it was super cheap or anything they're they're hotels so also under the fees there was no entry fee i mean we did play this tournament a little ways back but i don't ever remember having to pay at a gate or um at a field which is awesome and you know how i feel about those especially with uh my two younger sons so um we gave the rating a four to five just because the hotel was mm-mm, and you know we don't like to stay to play so that's how it goes, but the rating was four out of five. Our next category is restrooms. Um, they all had buildings with flush toilets, which is nice. Uh, they weren't always necessarily clean because it was like high school field, and high school is not really using them anymore. So we gave that rating a four out of five. The next one is the next category is umpires. There were two per game. They were okay. Um, I remember our night game where there was an issue with one of the umpires. Well, I mean, the whole game, I think he was just struggling anyway. It was at night, and he was older, and I just think he had a hard time seeing because um, the balls and strikes were were never consistent. It was all over the place, but there was also an issue. Patrick, do you want to talk about that? No, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. I got no memory of any <sighs> issue. When he said that he balked, but there was nobody on base. Oh, he did. Well, it was basically an illegal pitch. He, oh, he was, he but didn't did he like, say it was a legal pitch or did he say it was a balk? He, well, there's nobody on base, and so technically there could be no balk, but he just yelled and said, no, 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 and pointed at the umpire. And then the, the coach came out of the dugout. There was some discussion about it. And then uh, but basically the umpire said it's his call and he doesn't like the the, the movements, right? The mm-hmm. uh, You know, essentially a, a, a pitcher was trying to throw the – 
the batter's timing off by um, doing like a double pump with his knee um, on a on a crucial two strike pitch, right? And uh, umpire didn't like it, and so he said it was illegal and and he can't do it. Called no pitch. So a um, little bit of a little bit of drama. Uh, you see that pretty frequently these days. But uh, this guy did not like that at <laughs> all. Uh, I'd say just in general on umpire Stephanie, they were pretty below average, but. I don't want to dog on him too badly. A lot of outside uh, pitches were granted. Seemed kind of um, loose for the level of ball that they were playing. But um, all in all, they were umpires. Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, well, I also think, too, like, you know, that home plate is white. And then those two lines, at least for the turf fields, because they're, like, automatically super bold and white. And I sometimes think that home plate is, like, kind of pushed down into the turf. That All they're seeing are the batter's boxes, the white lines. And so that's where they're calling their strikes. Because if you're looking, and I, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but... Yeah, strike zone was, was well, very I'm not, loose. I'm not back there, so I'm not I, true. judge true too story. much. But it is it it is tough to watch when, especially when your son's a pitcher, and it you know it's just hard to look at. Absolutely. So we gave it a rating a two out of three. Um, the next category is concessions. Uh, the concession at the one field was just basic. I think the boys got some drinks and some candy. Um, like Patrick said, there it was only available at that one field just because it was like a community field as well with it. So. The other two fields did not have it, so we gave it a rating of one out of two. Um, miscellaneous, uh, there's a playground area in that spray park at uh, Owski Field, which was nice. Too bad we had that night game there. All the rest were the varsity JV field, so no playground. Coolers and pets were welcome. Oh, and a bonus, um, they did do the scoreboard for the championship game, um, which was nice. And then um, I think the, the winner got PBR hats, which... I don't know. Is that what happens? You just get T-shirts and hats when you get older. Yeah, that doesn't. Trophies seem to be um, not a thing. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of hats I've seen. A lot of T-shirts. Yeah. So we gave it a rating a five out of five, just because you know had some some nice perks there. So that came to our total is twenty six out of thirty, which is a home run tournament. Kind of our takeaways were the nice facilities, the PBR Twitter coverage. It was good. I mean, it's better than just a regular tournament, so you get a little bit of, um, you know, your kid can retweet it and do whatever. Um, it was a bit pricey, but I think that's expected at this, um, the events with the social media coverage and as well as the older age group because they are getting older and, of course, everything gets more expensive. Any Anything else you want to add to that, Patrick? Well, just that on, on the tournament fee side, it was a pretty inexpensive tournament for 14U, but I think that, uh, like most things, um, the added costs are getting higher. I mean, I still remember 9U, and we were staying at a Holiday Inn for 100 bucks a night, and those days are just long gone, so I think everything just feels more expensive uh, now when your state of play is getting up there and... Um, a lot more travel, a lot more gas prices, so it just feels like it's more expensive. But on the fee side, it was not terrible. Absolutely. And I guess we should update on the the tournament. So uh, my son, they made it all the way up into the championship game, um, and then they lost in the championship game. So we were kind of the runner-up. So I thought it was a fun tournament. Um, my son will disagree, <laughs> but that's how it goes. So uh, anything else, Patrick? Uh, yeah, I, I'd highly recommend this um, this tournament. I think overall this year we've had some uh, some positive 
uh, tournaments with uh, Prep Baseball Report. Um, I like that they use their website for the management. I think that they're using local lump, so it's going to be whatever it is, wherever you go. But, um, yeah, highly recommended. Absolutely. So that is it for this episode. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Moms and Baseball. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to us, and we will get back to you. Until then, have fun at the fields. Bye. No, you say we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> You mean the best. <laughs>